0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the uh, Six Rings Canes. This is our pregame show. It's the first one of many this year. Really excited about it. Um, one, two, three, four, oh, as you can hear five. in the background, we got a lot of tests. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Live
2: coverage from the stadium. We're going to get some stuff. Listen, live that's, coverage.
0: that's the lore of the whole thing. This is what this is what makes this uh, pregame special. <laughs> uh, this blew cool. a little bit of a different atmosphere today at The Rock, considering it's um, a 12 o'clock start. It's hotter than Hades out there. Um, as uh, special teams guys are out here uh, getting loose. Um, this is going to be another one of those games where potentially you're going to see a lot of guys for UM. You're going to see a lot of uh, their twos and their threes mixing with the ones, I think. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's still competition going on at some positions. So, uh, but again, we're also going to see the return of a couple of big names. Zion Nelson looks to be um ready to go for today, as well as Jalen Knighton. So, uh, Blue, your take on this Southern Miss team and, and a little bit about what we can expect from uh, from this game. Well, I'll
1: tell you this. The, the one thing I'm excited about is Miami, this is it. This is the last dress rehearsal before Texas a and So I'm thinking that you know they're going to play these ones uh, as long as they can, because these guys got to really get in rhythm they have to be ready for next week. And um, I, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to see some of the, hopefully we're going to see a lot of the uh, second and third teamers, uh, you know, probably later in the game. I I just think that they need to go through a, uh, you know, get ready continuity wise. Uh, And that's important. I think it's, that you need to run the ones and, and, and let them get familiar, uh, you know, with being together for more than a quarter. And uh, But I think you're going to see – I think Tyler will play – well, like last week I kind of hit it because I said they'll all play like into the fourth quarter, and they did. Most of them did. I think today you're going to see the same thing because you, you they need the familiarity. They haven't really – you know, they did it in practice, but when the – as they say, when the, the the live bullets are going, I mean, they haven't really had anything but Bethune-Cookman. So you got to step up in talent today. You have a Southern Mississippi team that went into overtime last week against Liberty, um, a team that can play. I mean, they're big up front there. Defensively, they got some kids, and obviously Frank Gore Jr. kind of sp- – Sparks them as an athlete but they're starting a uh, freshman quarterback which is uh, which i'm sure the miami defensive line uh, especially Messidor, who had a a monster game last week is is probably uh, li- but remember they have a little bit more of a fortress up front to protect him than uh, than bethune did
0: i forget that i'm muted there sometimes <laughs> good point, good, <laughs> good point good point i think that um you know, they're they're going to be bigger up front, which is going to give an opportunity for this offensive line to, you know, kind of get some of the kinks out, especially with Zion Nelson coming back. Uh, how's that rotation going to, you know, going to kind of fit? Right. Because we're going to see some moving pieces today. We're obviously going to see John Campbell at a different position, maybe DJ Scaife, uh, maybe some guys in the inside. Uh, I'm not sure if Sagan Polo. Is playing today. Is he on the two deep there? Um, Blue. I'm not even sure. Two I'm or looking, three I'm looking. Uh, I'm gonna. I think he is. I think oh, he's yeah. on the three deep. So he might. You know, he might get some playing time, which is good. The uh, transfer out of Oregon. Um, right. Vish, I kind of want to get your take on on getting those guys in, bringing them back in. The Zion Nelson, Sangapolu, Rooster, those kind of guys. What kind of a you know? What kind of, uh, I guess, effect can they have on this game? And how you know? How much do you really need to see? of them before uh, next weekend against Texas a
2: Yeah, I mean, Blue hit the nail on the head with that. Like, this is the last live action they're going to have um, before, you know, you hit a real opponent or, I guess, an opponent where they can actually beat you. Um, and, you know, so getting those backups work is important, but Zion Nelson's definitely one of the starting linemen if everyone's healthy. Jalen Lighton, if not starting running back, is 1B. So those are critical players for you that have not played and they have not played with this unit. So I, I think that the the importance of this game is really working those two in, making sure they're comfortable. It's a new offensive system. They haven't actually had a game with it. Um, and, and offensive line, a lot of it's about cohesion. So with Zion in there, it's a mix from last week. So getting that, that rhythm together. And and that, that's the, to me, the biggest thing coming out of this game is make other than obviously, you know, we knock on wood health, um, you know, making sure that they get that cohesion and even, I, I wouldn't I, – frankly, I think this game might actually in a way be easier than last week, not because of the talent. I think Southern Miss is a far better team than Bethune-Cookman, which is they can't throw. Uh, Blue mentioned the, the, the uh, freshman quarterback, but also even last week they couldn't throw. Right. Um, and so one-dimensional running I feel suits our defense better than uh, – Bethune hit us with a lot of misdirection passes that were effective and, and had a lot of gash plays out of that. They didn't do much on the ground. Um, and so I think, from a matchup standpoint, this one might actually be easier in that sense. But um, but for the offense, it's not. It's going to be you know they're, they're, they'll be a little bit more physical. So it's a good game to get Knighton and and Nelson some good reps
0: before Texas A and think I think you bring bring up a great point. Um, I'm, I'm also I also want to see uh, Tyler Van Dyke get a little you know play a little bit more. Uh, just because when it comes to rhythm, right? You, you said that you said that word rhythm. The rhythm is important, uh, regardless of who you're playing. Um, that you know he kind of gets in the rhythm, continues to gain confidence, continues to learn a little bit more about what he wants to do with some of the guys. He's got a he, basically he's got a brand new wide receiver core, right? Uh, Michael redding hasn't played, so. You know He's obviously going to be out there playing a lot. I think him and X are really the only ones, and him and maybe Keyshawn as well. But Keyshawn needs to get more involved. We saw him on special teams. He really wasn't involved in the offense. But, look, Ladson, Romello, even Brashard, Redding, all these guys uh, need to kind of get that cohesion with, with Tyler Van Dyke. So I want to see more of that today. Uh, even if it's in the first half, just him kind of – Going at these guys, right? We obviously want to see more of the running game as well. I think it's going to be fun to watch, you know, Parrish and Fad. But Rooster obviously needs to get some good, uh, some good burn as well, uh, just so that we can feel a little more comfortable going into Texas A&M. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, the name of the game is is for them to. Yeah, just to not get injured either, so I yeah. think it's it's a balance. It's 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 a tricky balance, but I think they'll be able to figure it out. And just going back into to the defense, right? like you mentioned, Vish, we saw a lot of misdirections. You know, those kind of um those drag routes across the field that kind of hurt Miami a little bit last uh, last game. Uh, obviously, they corrected that in the second half a little bit. But for me, it was more about them trying to be uber aggressive. Right. I mean, it's a Bethune-Cookman team. They want to try to make some plays and be a little aggressive. And I think that this Kevin Steele defense right. is is an aggressive defense either way. Uh, but they clean that stuff up. And I think you're going to see a little bit of a different defense, different mentality on defense, especially with, um, you know, with like you mentioned, with what they're going to do. Really, I mean, they're going to be running the ball all game. So it gives them an opportunity to really kind of hone in on the run game.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you the one thing, too, that, you know, when they say, well, we don't want to show anything to Texas A&M, that stuff's out the window because you, you've got to see what you really have. I mean, you know, I mean, it, whether you're showing it or not, you're still going to show up. And, and and the way I look at it, and I think Vish brought it up before, is that you want to make sure that you're going to get a look at the guys who are going to go to battle for you for next Week, because you don't want to go in there thinking well we pulled so and so in the second quarter but we you know we'd like to see how he does that's why I say you're gonna see I mean that's why I'm almost hoping I mean for early close game you know I I like to see them pull away later but let them you know I want to see them in battle because last week they got so far ahead and and they really didn't have to you know it was such a cushion I want to see them you know before they really have to come from behind or they really have to fight to to keep a team out of the end zone I I, I'd like to see this game be that game and then that's why I'm I'm happy that you you have an opponent as my friend would say with a heartbeat so uh, and a pulse, so you take advantage of it yeah on offense they are just going to be predictable and you might be able to stack the box on them and then you know because you know they're going to key on the run uh, but you don't want to give, especially with that offensive line. You don't want you know them to come up with a, uh, any big plays, and and that's what Miami has to guard against. Because next week, and in, in probably not against uh, Middle Tennessee State, but probably the subsequent subsequent games after that, you're going to find teams that have you know are balanced on offense that could run, that could pass, and especially you know, and that's what you got to prepare for. So I think if I'm Miami, I come out. And, and definitely, play, I mean, play this game like you're playing A&M. You know, come out with your, as as they say, with your hair on fire and just go after it. Go, you know, and do what you got to do. Like I say, you know what, let's let's picture these uh, gold and black uniforms as uh, maroon and white for next week. So, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I, but I have a feeling that, you know, that's the way they practice. And I listen to um, – Mario Cristobal, uh, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday when he said, he said the same thing that I said. And now I feel like those announcers who always speak in coach speak, but that's what he said. He said, we have to come out. Like it's A&M we're playing because uh, we have to be ready a week from now to go to a hostile environment and uh, and play one of the best teams in the country. So he says, we have to do it. We have to practice it. We have to cut down on all our mistakes. And that's the one thing. That's the one thing that's going to hurt them in the big games is is stupid penalties, drop balls, missed tackles. So they have to. I think they have to refine all that uh, today.
0: Well, you brought up a great point, Vish. Touch, touch a little bit on that as far as the defense is concerned. What you know, miss tackles is not going to be acceptable on this team. And we heard from Mario Cristobal uh, this week talk about how uh, you know they're practicing better, but it's nowhere near where he wants them to be. Um, And I love that because, you don't hear it's refreshing to hear he's not going to accept anything else than what he is going to expect from this team, which is damn near perfection, if you ask me. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that that is going to build some character and build that culture that we need here in Miami. Um, It's all going to start on the defensive side of football because, yeah, we got playmakers. We got one of the best quarterbacks in the country. uh, As I see him throwing to uh, Jalen Knighton here. Uh, now warm up. So obviously he is in pads. So we're excited about that. But um going back to it. The defense. I think the defense at the end of the day is, is not a, it's not I don't want to say it's a question mark, but it is definitely um, something that, you know, other teams are going to key on key in on. Right. Who is who, who are the linebackers? They're going to try to take advantage of. So on and so forth. What does Miami have to kind of show today against Southern Miss that? You know, will make you feel a little more comfortable going into uh, next Saturday.
2: Yeah, and, and you use the term question mark. I I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think it's if you look at last week's game, the offense looked in mid season form. Everything was smooth and rhythm. The the defense looked like it still needed to kind of get into that mode. So, yeah, you want you want a smooth game where you're not having all these coverage busts like we had last week, and they probably won't throw as much. But on the flip side, look if if the defense doesn't tackle well, Southern Miss will run the ball over you. Like you got to tackle. You can put. You can win up front all you want if you miss the tackle. Frank Gore Jr. is talented. Like he will beat you if you don't tackle him. You got to put him on the ground. So, so to me, this is a great test of the tackling. Um, and that's what I want to see. I want to see a clean game. Blue mentioned penalties. You know, if you, <laughs> it's, it's now I'm going to lapse into cliche, but 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 you practice how you play, and this is in a way like a practice game, right? Like in a way. So if you make a bunch of ponies here, you're not going to play clean against Texas A&M. Like, that's not how it works. you got to – the way you play against the lesser opponents translates to how you play against the better ones. So that's why the tackling, being in position right. – you know, I'm sure Southern Miss is going to have some stuff we haven't seen on tape, right? So, sure. so how, do, how do we react to that? How do we adjust to that on the fly? Because when you play a better opponent, the game is decided by a handful of plays. Um, it's – Ugh, whatever it just happened behind blue i don't know but um anyway uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, with, with the, you know the gave the side by a handful of plays it's making that in-game adjustment the players recognizing the offensive set you know making that key tackle that's going to win you the game next week and if you don't do that this week you're not going to do it next week so. right so really yeah, nice tackling clean just play clean limit penalties you know that type of thing.
1: And that's why I said, uh, you know, I mean, this is it's imperative that you you play this game like it is next week. You can't you can't. I mean, you got to just you got to play almost a perfect game. And Mario Cristobal is not going to let this team. I mean, if they play poorly this this week, um, he's going to let them know. And uh, I mean, it's it's, it's this week's
0: practice is going to be rough.
1: (laughs) Really? It's going to be rough no matter what, because he wants to get them in that frame of mind that, hey, listen, you know, the Bethune-Cookmans and the Southern Mississippis are behind us. Now we start, you know, uh, three out of the next four games are going to be very meaningful, meaningful games for them, and especially from a national standpoint and also from a, a ACC standpoint. And that's when it gets pretty, you know, pretty interesting because they're going to – right now, last week and this week, they're just playing the play, you know. and, and, and But from now on, it's not going to be like that all much.
0: Let me continue to unmute myself here. Um, as I forget, as the, as the guys are out here on the field uh, getting loose, uh, turn, let's turn our attention really quick before we uh, head on out uh, to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, I think we, we spoke about you know, Rooster being back, Zion Nelson being back, cleaning up some plays, cleaning up some things. We're probably going to see a little bit more today and like you said blue uh forget about you know not showing certain things or showing some you know this is texas a and we're talking about they they have uh, <laughs> they have film from kevin Steele in the 1980s you know so <laughs> at least uh, yeah so I, I think at this point we just have to come out and execute from the offensive side of the ball and i'll turn it over to you blue on this um, what what do you need to see? do you need to see certain plays do you need to see more run heavy again do you want to see kind of a balance what are you looking for from this offense uh, moving forward, and for you know for this game? Because I mean, look, I yeah, we can say this is probably going to be another blowout, right? We're going to go ahead and we're just going to you know run or throw all over them without with ease. Either way, we still need to execute because if a play breaks down, there's a mistake that could happen. What yeah. do you want to see? What do you want to see from this offense with Tyler, whether it's TBD, whether it's Jake Garcia, whoever it is? What do you want to see them do this game?
1: I think in all the tough games this year, it's going to be a run first type of deal. Let's establish the run, and then you keep powering it. You have enough backs now. Uh, your offensive line needs to be tested a little bit. And then, like, you've got probably one of the most efficient quarterbacks. I mean, he could win games, but at the same time, he can manage games. And last week, he managed the game. This week, I, I think he does the same thing. He kind of controls it, distributes the ball to a bunch of different receivers, but I think with the, with uh, they're going to try to get his uh, rooster involved as much as possible because of the fact that he didn't play last week. And you want him to come into next week's game, at least game tested. You know, you don't want him to, because it, it's been a while since he's really played a significant game. So I think today he's going to get, they already know Parrish is, is, is a dude. You know, <laughs> he's going to come to play. And then when they're in close, that Franklin's going to do it. Uh, so I think today for the first, I guess, for the first half, at least, you're going to see three running backs. I don't think you'll see any more. Uh, you'll see your main receivers and plus because we don't really have a, a, a per se number one receiver because you said Smith, Redding, guys like that. And we know Restrepo and Rashard Smith can get it done in the, in the slot. But you, you're going to have to go up top. You're going to have to try, you know, like I said, the BS about, oh, I don't want to show anything. You got to show everything. I mean, these, you got to know, you got to understand that you can do it, you know. And then I think they're going to, I think, but it's a run first mentality. It's going to be a run first mentality all year. So, because once you establish the run and get those linebackers moving backwards instead of creeping up and Cause that's what Miami's going to do. Miami's going to, I think on the snap, every snap uh, that Southern Mississippi takes, they're going to have nine guys in a box and why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you have the eight to nine guys in a box when they have even when you have a freshman quarterback. Uh, so I think that's what Miami has to do. They have to create a situation where uh, they, they get the linebackers moving backwards instead of forwards, because that's what they're going to have to do next week. And once you run the ball, and then you start getting those guys off of the, the line of scrimmage. Then you start opening up your passing lanes. And I think the thing that opens up the passing lanes is your running backs because of the fact that you have backs that can catch the ball, especially Rooster has shown that he can catch it. And certainly if you watched any of um, Paris last year with Ole Miss, he, he, can, he can catch the ball as well. So I think that's what I would do because once you – start running the ball with them and you opening up things out of the backfield with them, then your receivers are just going to, they're going to run free. And then your tight ends, we didn't even talk about the tight ends in a situation like this, where Southern Mississippi is a little bit deficient as far as their linebackers and and their safeties are young, they're thin. This is where you exploit them with your, with your tight ends. And I think you've got, you got the tight ends to do it. You have the quarterback to do it. And hopefully uh, today, uh, they'll mix it up enough where everybody's going to have an opportunity to to contribute.
0: Vish, does the does the thought of run first offense get you excited or what? Because I think some of the old school old school football fans are excited about that. I mean, considering the guys that we have in the backfield, it gets me pretty excited as well. I got to admit.
2: Yeah, it it does. Again, like we're we're all of that school of thought I think Yeah, we we're not you know we're, we're we're skewing that generation but um but I do think that the advantage you have there is it's a lot more predictable. If you can run the football, that travels with you. A lot of stuff can go wrong with throwing the ball. whether, um you know quarterback just having an off day. You're dependent on that. Obviously we love our quarterback but it is, you know, one bad game can throw the whole season away. Um if you can run, that tends to just be consistent, especially when you have as many good backs as we have. So if we're able to be physical and establish the running game consistently, that takes so much pressure off the rest of the team. Um, it takes pressure off the defense. It takes pressure off the passing game, like Blue said. If they start having to play against the run against us, then these receivers that we haven't maybe necessarily seen separate themselves, their job is much easier. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. We obviously did last year against Bethune-Cookman. This is definitely a step up in terms of just – quality of athlete on the other side of the field. So let's see if we can push them around too. And then I think my expectation is we go into A&M and try to get physical with them as well. <laughs> you, get, you get to the well, dance, dance, to. dance with who brung you, right? Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to,
0: you, go, yeah. to be, you gotta go punch them in the mouth. So I think
2: that's the identity we're setting up here. So, yeah, Let, let's see. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, a lot of recruits here.
1: I see a good group of recruits here being a Saturday early, I'm sure. They'll get those games out of the way, you know, this game out of the way and then have the rest of the day. Uh, there's a good high school game going on locally this morning too. So obviously that's going to cut, uh, cut into some of the recruits that would have been here, but that, this is a showcase game. This is something where you get the recruits here, you play well, you do things because you never know who's the next running back or the next defensive end and watch a measure or watch. They go, wow, I could be just like that guy next year. And that's, that's why you get recruits at games like this. And, And if you play real well, I mean, obviously last week, Vish, because you were here and the crowd, they played with the crowd last week. I mean, very often Miami doesn't get that for just a regular game. And uh, I think they fed off the crowd as well. Uh, Hopefully today, though, right now, it doesn't appear that way, but uh, hopefully it fills up a little bit more. But you got to remember, too, Vish, you're you're a 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, there's every excuse in the world. There's Texas and Alabama on. And there's all these other games. So people would much rather be in that 69 to 72 air conditioning rather than be in this 95 with
0: 100% humidity. Well, not me and you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. But one of the lucky ones. But, uh, can you, uh, Vish, can you guess what uh, what position group Mario Cristobal is with right now on the field? Could it be the offensive line? Shocker, there, right? Yeah, there's shocker. a shocker. Tim, <laughs> uh, Stephen Field, and, and uh, Coach Maraball are just hammering these offensive linemen and these tight ends. It's it's so awesome. That's where you I win the game. The intensity uh, uh, on yeah. that side of the uh, on that side of the field and, and shaking coaches, hands
1: with all of his linemen now, clapping them up, and that's listen. Many head coaches don't do that. They're not rah-rah type of guys, but that's Mario's. That's his mo. I mean, he's he's a guy that if you don't look like you're into the game, he'll get you into it pretty quick. He,
0: and he's building a culture here. Like this is great. I, I see. I haven't seen this before. You know, uh, where they're shaking hands with their with their yeah. offense alignment, some tight ends. It looks like yeah, defense yeah. alignment. Yeah, everybody. That's really cool. It's um, a family type of thing,
1: Vish. You know, where you're they're all the right now. All the linemen are going down the line and shaking one another's hands, which is the way it should be because that's a unity type thing, and and. Uh, Certainly Mario Cristobal at the head of that. He's, I don't, by the end of the day, he'll shake every player's hand on this team. And uh, he's right in the middle of all the action now. He's, he's, I mean, a head coach usually, if you look at, I'm sure if you look at uh, Southern Miss's head coach, he's just like walking around and observing. Mario's like, he'll work a a lather before the game, especially in this heat. And yeah, this is his team. And people don't realize that. You know, he takes ownership for this team. He takes the, even last week, he even uh, during his press conferences, uh, he says, you know, that was my fault. That was my fault. You know, listen, a lot of coaches won't say that. He's comfortable enough to say that.
0: He's taking accountability. by the way, uh, just a quick update. First of all, this is the only pregame show where you're going to get this type of, uh, this type of uh, information, this type of coverage, yeah. okay? Uh, it looks like the starting five on the uh, offensive line is still going to be John Campbell at left tackle, Jalen Rivers at left guard. Uh, it, w- it looked like it was uh, Ja'Kai Clark. It, they've got uh, Jonathan Dennis in there right now, but uh, Ja'Kai Clark, and then you had alawushan uh, alawushan whatever the hell his name is, and uh, <laughs> at, at right guard. And One of those right- guys. Yeah, all those guys and the right tackle was DJ Scape. But uh, I think you're gonna see a lot more movement as you see Dennis and center now and you've got um, Sangapolu at right guard, now Zion Nelson is in. So you got they're mixing it up and they're mixing it up with Scafe at right tackle still. So I think you're gonna see a lot of different uh offensive line sets today. But it's it's nice to see that they're all going against each other. They're going against yeah. the ones, they're going against the twos, and and right now the guy right in the middle of everything is Coach Mario Cristobal, uh, as as Blue mentioned, like he is right in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. Look at him; he's he's fired up. It's
1: unbelievable. <laughs>
2: he's yeah. fired and up. I think the other thing, just the names you mentioned, like there's depth there, right? I mean, you're oh, going gosh. through names, and like that's more than five in the past. Yeah. For, like, we don't have a guard. We need to find someone. You're, you're going through names there, and you know, there's a two deep now, which is excellent because mm-hmm. guys right. are going to get hurt, and even just you know, take it you know, you want to rotate people out, give them a little rest. Like there's good backups there that you can rotate in without
0: drop-off. I mean, these offense alignment and defensive alignment are going to add it. Like they're, they're, it's, it's like serious drills right now. It's not like they're just touching each other. They're, they're going no, at it with each other. This yeah. is, uh,
1: this and is I just, interesting. I just saw like running with the twos, you had Frank Ladson at wide receiver and you had Arroyo and, and then there's Colby Young was involved as well. So they're trying to get everybody involved here and, uh, you know, the, I think it's, uh, you know, that's the one thing he wants to do. He says, if you play, if you were having to wear a uniform on this team, you better be expected to, to produce when it's your time. And I, that's, you could see right now as, um, as jazz mentioned, I mean, you, and, and you, you alluded to Bish is that uh, the depth at the offensive line, uh, we haven't had that in a long time here. And uh, I mean, you could call out seven, eight, nine names and, you know, really not lose a whole lot.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, we can probably uh, so. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this. We don't do predictions too much, right? So, but let's let's get a prediction for this game. What the hell? Why not? A uh, little hot take and a prediction for you, Vish. What do you got? You're muted, Vish. I know, and
2: then I went to unmute, and the pass <laughs> bar came up and blocked it. And I'm all, oh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm the one sitting at home my normal setup, so screwing it up. So I got no excuses. I got no. I'm not ready for it. I didn't execute. You know, Mario's. No, you, bench you me, better
0: no. be ready. Yeah, oh, gonna, be ready. you gotta be I'm accountable. Gonna be
2: the, I'm gonna be the one there. So, um, but um, yeah, so I do do predictions on on uh, my blog site. So I I picked us to win 59 nothing in this game, and wow. and. Again, I think the reason is the matchup more than anything else. Like, I don't think they're going to make a run on us, and I don't think they have a passing game. Um, Yeah, and they're a high turnover team, which is where some of the point total... So I actually think, like, this is going to sound stupid given what I just picked, but play to play, it'll be more competitive. But I don't think they're going to get those explosive plays because most of Bethune-Cookman's offensive plays were negative or zero plays, and then they'd hit the big one. They had a lot of chunk plays. I think Southern Miss will probably do a little bit more methodical movement, but they won't be able to to get those big plays. So I don't think they're going to score and, that, and they turn it over a ton. So um, I
0: think that'll 51. lead to some
2: short fields for us.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. That's for a hot take. You got it. Yeah, There you go. Blue. Yeah, what do you
2: got? scorching.
0: <laughs> Blue, what do you got? Uh,
1: I th- I think it'll be 43-17. I think that they'll they'll get some points, you know, here or there, maybe a turnover and capitalize on it. And then maybe score a little bit towards the end, you know, when Miami kind of in a mop-op deal, I think uh, you know, I don't think that Miami' is going to be able to to do everything they did last week. Uh, this is a be- a much much better team than than the Bethune Cookman. I mean against Bethune, you could do anything you want. I think here you got somebody with a little bit of pushback. I look back and I watched their team their game against Liberty and they did some really nice things. Liberty's not terrible, you know I mean so I mean while Miami should win this handily, I think it'll be like a 43 17 game.
0: Okay. All right. So, yes, this is a better team than uh, Bethune Cookman. So, I'm going to go 56 to nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 56 to nine. Is that three field goals? or? Yeah. That's such, <laughs> okay. such a weird score, right? But 56 Not a to touchdown
1: and a uh, safety.
0: No, no, no! If they get a safety against this team, that's a problem. Uh, That means we didn't do something. We did something really wrong. So I'm going to say fifty-six to nine. A couple field goals, maybe towards the end, like you said, uh, blue. They uh, they get a little bit more in scoring position per se, but uh, yeah, it should be another dominating performance by the Hurricanes on this one. And uh, I'm going to say that yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Romelo Brinson catch a lot of footballs, and I think he's going to be the leading receiver on this team. There's my hot take. Oh love Princeton will be the leading receiver today. Today on this, nice. Oh. So, uh, what the hell? So, I so see- quick,
2: quick question for two of you before we, we kind of end this. Does Lou Headley actually get to punt this? Oh uh, yeah.
0: wow! I think he gets. I think he gets one in. I think he gets,
2: he gets one, one in? in. All right. Yeah. yeah
1: Lou left in. last week and went back to the University of Miami, and all he did was punt for two hours <laughs> on the green tree. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily want to have to punt, but it would probably be good to get him some game punts before. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like next week we're we'll probably gonna have to punt at least. I'm, I'm sure. sure.
0: I think TBD or or, um, or Jake might be like, listen, Lou, we got you on this one, man. <laughs> We'll go, we'll go out yeah we'll go out on this one. <laughs> yeah right uh, alright guys well uh, thanks uh, anybody that's joining us now you still have about half an hour to watch this which is uh, nice but uh, we do appreciate it uh, I don't know if we'll be on post because we do have some, um, some post game interviews with the coaches and players but uh, we'll do our best either way you'll definitely hear from us and if you didn't watch, if you didn't go to Twitter this morning or last night make sure you go Someone posted a video about their Manscaped stuff. Nice. Not going to say who, but someone got a really cool you're, you're, fancy package. Um,
2: the, right? the, the person's voice is recognizable. Let's put
1: it Wait, that way. No, are you kidding
2: me? <laughs> I was
1: going to say, is that why Danny's not with us
0: today? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, yeah, right? No kidding. Oh, man. Um, but, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys soon. If not, uh, make sure you tune in on Monday. See Monday. You Monday. Night. See you. Monday night for the Six Rings uh, Kane show. Uh, at 8.30 p.m. on the Five Rings Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes for all the latest updates on today's game as well. Uh, Vish, Blue, always a pleasure. We'll see you guys. Go Canes.